welcome back everyone welcome to love on the run again um, I'm expressing my heartfelt apologies to you for not being here in a while um, last time it was due to having lost my furry faithful and fun companion Ellie Mae and um, this time unfortunately it's because of another loss but of the human variety kind somebody that I have known for most of my life uh, somebody I considered a true blue friend in every sense of the word and mostly a real role model uh, for compassion and forgiveness. Yeah, that's what he taught me. In fact, he was an old high school teacher of mine. We never ever lost touch and um, maybe, I don't know, the timing of this podcast is so, it seems so apropos. Uh, as he did represent faith of the Christian kind. He was actually a Holy Cross brother and a dear friend of uh, ours. So brother, if you're listening, I dedicate this show to you. Okay, well, we all know that relationships can be difficult and they require character strengths in order to flourish, right? Um, I believe that's why I'm doing the seven F's <laughs> happy marriage series. Uh, I think faith is one of these so-called strengths. I think we need to have faith in our relationships. And um, you've probably heard me state before that couples who play together stay together. I remember last time when we spoke about fun. Well, how about faith? What role do you think faith plays and what do you think of when you hear the word faith? So this is what we're looking at in this mini podcast today. I know for many of us, faith equals prayer, uh, especially if we were raised to observe our religious beliefs. And uh, research, in fact, is replete with studies indicating that prayer does benefit or serve many couples especially in relationship to commitment and longevity of their partnership. So couples who pray together stay together too. Makes sense. But today I want you to think about faith in a different kind of way. Whether you have built your marriage, your relationship on a foundation that is uh, secured through your faith in God or a higher celestial being, let's call it a deity or uh, something of that nature, I want you to think of your loving relationship from the perspective of being. The faith of being, being fully invested in your relationship or marriage. What do I mean by that? Well, to believe in it, to trust in it, to know it will guide you and serve you, to remind yourself of how far you've come and how much you've already overcome, to look forward to how far there is to go and even how much more there is to experience, and to consider how you got here and why you came in the first place. Faith. Uh, a couple years ago, I came up with my, yeah, my very own quote, which I'll share with you. It went like this. Let the hope in your heart take you where the head needs to let go. Cool, huh? <laughs> I think I was speaking about having faith. 
You see, faith for me is synonymous with courage. More specifically, having courage in our heart to believe we can overcome the doubt we may be listening to in our head. You know, all that mindless chatter that we seem to create from time to time? Yeah, that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, stop to think about something for one second here. Why is it that what we are thinking in our heads, we automatically assume is fact? Again, think about this. Think how limiting this can be to our lives, our relationships, and especially for thinking negatively, right? I remember um, one of my all-time favorite motivational mentors, if you will, uh, his name is Brendan Burchard. He once said, courage is the ability to have faith, persistence, and strength in the face of fear, pain, and stress. So let's take stock. There are plenty of reasons to be scared. There's a lot of hurt and hardship out there. There's never been so many expectations piled so high on each one of us. It's enough to cause one to curl up and quit to become weak, to join the mice of mankind. But just as a life of weakness can be chosen, so too can a life of courage. Have faith today, just because. Keep persisting towards your dreams, just because. Be strong even when you have all the reason in the world to be small. Do this just because we need you. The world needs more people with a courageous heart. Don't you just love this? Oh, I'll never forget how much it resonated with me. I had to, you know, copy it down and keep it in my files and my folders um, to, to, to use in my work with couples. And I believe marriage is the same. You know, a happy marriage is exactly that. A happy marriage is definitely not for the weak of heart. Happy and strong marriages are about couples, I think, who aren't afraid of turning toward one another, especially when they're feeling hurt, sad, or upset. I mean, each time we, as couples, truly face a difficult situation, whether we succeed or fail, we learn things and we grow. Perhaps we learn not to repeat a mistake, or we learn to do something differently, or maybe even like garner a new understanding between us. Through this type of persistence, I think we may discover new strengths and abilities that we didn't even realize we had before. In the end, I think it may, can help us to, you know, make even uh, better choices, uh, choose better options in life. So for those of you here listening to this podcast and um, that I've already had the pleasure of meeting before, well, you probably recognize this when I say, because I mean, I say this in all of my workshops, so I think you know me about this uh, particular quote or when it comes to this particular uh, saying, challenges are the nature of the human beast of our existence. It's actually because of the challenges that we are able to learn, grow, and evolve. But only if we have the faith to do so. Think about this. If things were always smooth, I don't think we'd ever develop our potential. 
challenges actually show us exactly what we need to learn. Difficulties show us what we need to heal or transform in ourselves. A marriage or a committed relationship invites you to recognize your challenges and difficulties for what they really are. You know, they're like seeds for new growth. That's what challenges can do for us, inspire, you know, for us. So faith, I think, is about welcoming the challenges that life offers us. Think for a minute. Have you ever grown by facing challenges and difficulties in relationship to yourself or another? How? What challenges, if any, exist in your relationship today? And what personal skills can you learn in facing those challenges? Do you have the faith to believe in yourself, to know you can do and be better? Are you open to cultivating this faith? But first of all, let me be clear that having faith doesn't mean you don't experience doubt. Remember, there's always a duality to human nature. This is also something that I always talk about in my workshops. You know, the positives, the negatives, the joys, and the sorrows. You know, think of your wedding vows, for instance. In good times and in bad, for better and worse. This is the duality of human nature. Even think of mother nature for a second. Um, after like a raging storm, doesn't the sun eventually shine? Or after the night falls, the sun rises? And you know, think about relationships. After we grieve the death of a loved one, we will eventually find ourselves smiling again. So there's this duality to human growth, which I think is all very, very normal. So is to feel doubt before we cultivate enough faith. And if there's one thing I marvel about in my work with couples, I tell you, it's that although faith doesn't necessarily make things easy, it sure makes things more possible. And couples who I see heal in relationship to one another, they actually see this. Oftentimes, couples, yes, even on the brink of divorce, find a way to thrive in their marriage just because they chose faith, to believe that they can make a difference, to face their doubt and challenges and learn how to think and do differently, to uh, adopt a more proactive stance with one another, and to even grow individually. So try to see how this works, okay? In order to feel courage, you first need to experience fear. In order to feel faith, you will also experience doubt. Remember the duality. I want you to really map this out for yourself, you know, in your head. What you want versus what you don't want. But also be very conscious and careful what you focus on. Or what you feed okay let me explain I don't know if you uh, are familiar with this old parable um, attributed to a Cherokee chief um, 
It's really a story about a young brave and an old man watching two wolves fighting. Now, one wolf represents fear. Think of, it, think of this as doubt, okay? One wolf representing doubt. And the other wolf represents faith or courage. Now, their fight is really vicious. There's lots of angry fangs and blood and claws going on, okay? But the young boy asks his grandfather, which wolf will win the fight, grandfather? The old chief says, the one you feed. Ah, interesting, huh? I think the story is simple as well as very meaningful. If you spend your time feeding your fears or your doubts, well, that wolf will win. And if you feed your courage or your faith, then that wolf will win. To put it another way, what you focus on grows. Seriously, have you ever thought about life, especially your relationships in this way? It's the same wolfish fight that goes on inside all of us, I think. So ask yourself, how does this apply to my marriage or my relationship? Well, when times feel dismal, which wolf do you feed most often? It's simple. To feed faith is to be willing to have the difficult conversation. To feed faith is to recognize your own role in what ails you and to take responsibility for your actions. To feed faith is to be willing to take the risk and learn and initiate new growth. To feed faith is to know you can focus on what you will now gain, not lose. Whenever we couples focus on bettering our relationships, most of our energy is directed at loss. Yeah, that's where most of us go. We think more about what the hell happened, how the hell did we fail, and what if there's no hope for us, what if it's too late? And if the focus is on this type of stuff, then it's hard to muster up the faith, right? However, if you focus more on the positives, like we can't continue like this, we need to get help. We know we can do better or we can do better once we learn how to be better and then we will make a difference. Then the focus is on normalizing challenges in our life and giving our attention, our focus on the positive, which will help improve us in life. So faith is like courage. I think you know the expression, take a leap of faith, right? Well, that means take a leap of courage. That really means to take action. And remember, when we take action, we develop competence. And the more we develop competence, we develop confidence. <laughs> and with this confidence, we generate more competence. Actually, in psychology, we call this the confidence-competence loop. They actually feed off of one another. So choosing fear, yeah, may feel easier, may even feel better because it feels more safe. It's what we know. But in the end, it can cost you big time. Not only does it cost you in time, like wasted time, 
It may also cost your internal beliefs because beliefs are often wrong. And it may even cost you your relationships and your own personal happiness. So I leave you with a thought. Why not take a leap of faith today? <laughs> well, guys, girls, you know who you are. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. And always remember the contents of these podcasts are for information and reflection purposes only. So please never, ever substitute professional therapeutic advice, okay? Nor diagnosis or treatment, etc. Always make sure to seek the help of an accredited professional too. And always know I'm here for you, okay? I'm always thinking about you. Take good care and happy Thanksgiving. And please join me next time when we look at forgiveness. Be well and bye for now.